going on in the world and the Black Lives Matter movement going on right now too. Now that, you know, it never quit. But just with everything going on surrounding it right now, I felt like I had to have somebody on the show to help talk about it. So this next guest is special. He and I met at Mermagicon. He told me he'd be on the show, but you could hear a bit of that in the interview too. So after this one, within the following week, I'll have another one for the West Coast Mars coming up. Enjoy. Listening to the Merman Podcast. I'm your host, Merman Terterby, and today my special guest is Blitz Tsunami. Welcome to the Merman Podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. Now, we met back in February at Mermagicon, and we were actually roommates for, I think, like two days. Mm hmm. Wow, like, I, if Mermagicon had been postponed or just a little bit further out, I don't think it would have happened. Yeah, it wouldn't have. It would have definitely got canceled. So I'm glad it happened when it did. Yeah, <laughs> me too. But um, what is, what, do you remember, like, were you always into mermaids? Or did it kind of come about later in life? Always, since elementary school. Ooh. Like, yeah since elementary since I was learning how to spell my name and write and color in the lines mermaids have been an obsession mm-hmm. in my life yeah from my first encounter was the jewel hair mermaid barbie commercial oh oh my god <laughs> what are those yeah <laughs> commercial until this day i have moments where i just go on youtube and watch it and i actually finally a couple years ago bought the doll oh cool i love it but yeah that was my first encounter i fell in love and i was like mermaids like what 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 and then um that was early 90s so that was like uh then i started seeing ariel Mm-hmm. all over the place more. I knew about her, but not like that like that. But for some reason, the Jewel Hair Mermaid Barbie commercials were really got me. And then um, I would see Ariel and then I saw um, Mr. Peabody in The Mermaid. Mm-hmm. That was my first live action mermaid movie. Oh, not I Splash. Right. Everybody's like, oh, Splash. Like for me, Splash came later. I found oh. Mr. Peabody mermaid first yeah now i've never watched uh mr peabody and the mermaid oh my gosh are you serious yeah i'm for real like i've known the title but i i don't know i've just never thought to look it up but you've sold me on it i have to look it up now yes oh my god it's like the vintage mermaid movie and it's black and white i actually found a rare colored version oh a dvd on i offer Years ago, years wow. ago, I'm talking like I was in high school when I found that. Oh, now I have no idea where that DVD is at, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so amazing finally watching it in color because it's in black and white, right? So, um, yeah, it's worth it. It's on YouTube, actually. Okay, so, oh. you get a chance, you have an hour, get you your favorite snack, yeah, get into her because Lenore is that girl, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I, and I think. Oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. 
Oh, I was just gonna say, and I think she's the only mermaid ever to not speak. Oh, entire... yeah, she had no lines, huh? I'll be damned. Yep, I don't. I, I that. that was interesting to me. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I mean I've heard of Mr. Peabody and the Mermaid, but I don't know if anyone's ever mentioned it or mentioned watching it. I, I'm sure someone has before, but if they did, it wasn't as strong as like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I actually plan on commissioning a doll of Lenore. Like I know. Oh, cool. Yeah, so <laughs> she's my that's my live action girl, my first one. Ah, uh, cool. Now, when did Splash come in? Splash came in probably like a few months after. I can't remember, but I do remember it was Jewel Hair Mermaid, a little bit of Ariel, um, Mr. Peabody and the Mermaid, then Splash. Mm-hmm. What about the 13th year? Yes, when that came out, I got my everlasting life because it was a movie about a merman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a boy in his case. But yeah, I loved the 13th year. Yes, that's on the list as well. Mm-hmm. There's so many mermaid movies. Oh my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you watch um, like any of the knockoff movies or cartoons that, or, well, not knockoff, oh. but. All of them. Uh, I feel like I've seen all of them. Do you remember, or did you ever watch Saban's Adventures of the Little Mermaid? I've seen some of it, yes, but for some reason, I don't know. She didn't sell me. Okay. She she, she didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. It was like I would see her and I'd be like, oh, okay. Then I watched some of the episodes briefly and I was like, oh, okay, okay. I don't know. I just never got into her <laughs> like that. Right. Actually, I went back and rewatched it about maybe a year or two ago. It uh-huh. it was kind of fun rewatching it, but like it right. wasn't like wow, like bam in your face, like nothing. Right. I, I, I don't know. It lacked a little bit of something. It was still fun, but okay. I'm gonna probably give her a watch one day. I'll binge the episodes. Yeah, there you go. They're not like- in the best quality. They're watchable, but I mean, they're not crystal clear. Right, yeah, and that's perfectly fine with me. Like, if it's a mermaid, I don't care what the <laughs> quality is. I'm going to watch it. Mm. Um, now, when did you start to kind of entertain the idea of becoming a merman? In 2012, when mm-hmm. I met, um, I don't know if you know him, his name is Richard Arthur on Instagram. Uh, maybe. I'm sure if I've seen pictures, I'd know. Yeah, he blew up on the internet a couple years ago from doing the cosplay as all the princesses. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, he, he got skyrocketed from doing that. But um, this was before that, me and him mm-hmm. met on DeviantArt. And mm-hmm. he had a um, koi fish tail that he made and I was like oh my god you're so cool you made that tail blah 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 so we're talking 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 he was like oh I'll make you a tail and I was like what and he was like yeah I got you and I was like okay so mm-hmm. yeah I got my first tail in 2012 from him wow and uh yeah ever since that day 
um, T was basically the first one to give me like my first tail design. I told him to do whatever he wanted, and it was a green tail. It was crushed velvet, Ooh. and it it had white, blue, and purple, and hints of pink and green uh, gel paint on it. Huh. Yeah. So it it was really pretty. I missed that tail so much. It got lost between moving places, but um. Yeah, that was my first tail. And then he made another Crush Velvet one for me. I think he made it just because and they didn't want it. And then mm-hmm. I told him I wanted it and he gave it to me. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. he made that second one. And then the third one was from Swim Tails, I believe. Okay. And then I started buying from like Amazon and other tail makers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So did, it wasn't like you seeing Eric in like one of the TV specials or a- anything like that. You just happened to stumble upon this one guy in a koi tail. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I did see Eric before, mm-hmm. but I couldn't afford his tails back then either. Right. Like, I was seeing Eric, like, Mert Taylor was definitely in my radar, because there was Mert Taylor, and then um, Mermaid Rentals, Tom Chow. Huh, okay, I, I, maybe I know if I've seen a picture, but I don't recognize the name. Yeah, he was one of the early tail makers. He's the guy that helped with the splash tail. And he oh, tail. okay. The, the Ring of Endless Light from Disney Channel and Charmed. Mm-hmm, That's okay. Oh. Charles, he's that guy. Okay. Huh. Now, what kind of mono fin did you have for your first tail? It was actually swim fins. It was two swim fins. Huh. Because I didn't, I don't know what it was, but I didn't think to buy a mono fin offline. I went to Dick's Sporting Goods because it was around the corner from the house. And I was like, hmm, let's see what they got. And I just wanted something so bad right then and there. Right. So I got the swim fins, and he needed it for the measurement for the flute. So I was like, okay, well, these are here right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so I'm gonna use these. So, yeah, I had, I started out with two swim fins, like the Wiki Wachi girls. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, did, did you glue the fins together? No. Okay. I, how did you like keep your feet and your legs together? Um, The tail helped. Okay. Definitely having my legs bound together. Right. That that helped keep it together, and it was tight too. So, and then I just had the mind frame of swimming, still like you know doing the dolphin kick or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I knew in my head not to try to do separate kicks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, how many tails do you have today? Oh, um, huh. one, two. Or like just a rough idea, or you don't even have to tell us if you don't want to. I think five or six. Okay. And only two of my swimming are have swam in as of recent. Oh. Now who who and where are they from? Um the one of them is from the Philippines, my Blitzunami, that bodysuit I had on at Mermagicon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that from 
Mermaid Mermaid Tales PH. Okay. Uh, Mermaid PH. She was from the Philippines, but she didn't make tales anymore after mine. I think she made like two more tales and then she stopped making tales. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one that I didn't get to wear at Mermagic Con was the second one from Richard. So I've had that tale for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> I've revamped it. I've changed the fluke at least six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, And that's another thing I like about fabric, too, because you can change stuff and add things and take stuff off. And right. Bedazzle it. Or mm-hmm. add extra, all that pretty stuff. So, yeah. Actually, I was just... I was just thinking, um, kind of totally random, but not at Mermagicon. I think it was Saturday night. You had on a fabulous jacket that was like sequin scales, right? Yes. Or maybe you had it on Sunday. I I know you had some type of jacket on that had like oh the jacket, the jacket, yeah, 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 yeah. jacket, yeah. Well. I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday, but one of them had fell off, or maybe two, and I grabbed it and I kept it. Like it oh, was, <laughs> it was just so pretty. I had to take it. Yeah, some of those. Oh, I have a black. Mm-hmm. That thing sheds like a motherfucker, like that. Oh. That's why I don't wear it like that. I wore it for um, Mermaid Festival on Tybee Island, mm-hmm. and. My scales was all over that damn club on the floor, and I was like, "Damn, I'm not wearing this shit like that." No, it said. Uh, <laughs> well, where did you get that from? Because I've never seen anything like it. Uh, I got it from Dolls Kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really care for that. Uh, oh, okay. Like that, but. Yeah, then I was excited because I saw them and I was like, oh my god, I've seen these on Pinterest. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, very cool. Now, your tail, the, the one that's like the full body suit, mm-hmm. you have a very distinct look. Yes. Like the design and everything. Can you tell us about that? Like, where did that inspiration come from? How did it come to be? Um, okay, so. It's round two of Tavia Island Mermaid Festival, right? Uh-huh. And uh, no, I think it was round one. Round one of Tavia Island Mermaid Festival. And I was like, all right, I'm about to be the only merman and the only black person as a mermaid at this event. Right. I need to step my fucking game up. And I was getting paid, and you know, same with other mermaids and stuff. Well, I didn't mm-hmm. think it was on the first year, but I did the second year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I need something, because during that time, too, I had just went from Merman Blix to the Blix Tsunami because I felt the need to be non-binary because mm-hmm. of my two-legged life and Blix life, I get confused for a, a, a female. So I'm like, all right, I might as well just, you know, let that be a thing. Mm-hmm. The Blix Tsunami, so it's not Mermaid or Merman before. That's why I try to, like, let it be the Blix Tsunami. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I already was going through the name change. And then, well, the name upgrade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was like, I need an aerial look. Like, I need my my look 
my stamp, like the look everybody will look at and be like, oh, that's the Blitzenami. Yeah. So I started yeah. Like, looking at tails and coming up with designs and sketching all these stuff. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? And then I settled on purple, pink, cyan, and gold as my color scheme. And I I don't know <laughs> how I got that fluke, but now I know it was kind of inspired by the uh, weed leaf. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. <laughs> minus, yeah, minus two of the, uh, the stems or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I did that. And then I added the little diamond, the little gemstone, because I like Steven Universe. And I thought the whole, uh, yeah, I thought the whole gem thing was neat. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm powerful. I'm be riding the waves. I'm gonna be, you know, having these rap songs come out and all that stuff. And all this magical, glittery Sailor Moon transformations. Is how I got that look because I needed and I wanted something that was a staple. And people would re- see and recognize. Right. And right. people would stop confusing me for other black mermen with long hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got confused for um, a couple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to say somebody confused me and TJ at one point, and I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> huh. Huh. Yeah, but like you had, I mean, that's, I think the first thing I ever noticed about you, I mean, even before I met you in person, but like on Instagram, you have such a distinct look. You're like royalty. I mean, you and Merman Christian are like royalty. You have a crown. You just have this air about you. Thank you. <laughs> you're, wel- you're welcome. But like you, you have a fabulous persona look and you have like a, you have a crown too, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I've had a few, mm-hmm. and I wanted to have that one main crown that everybody would know me from. So, yeah, I made that. I actually made it out of foam. Really? Foam. Yeah, that's foam paper. I need to make a stronger one or a new one, but I'm going to ride that one till the wheels fall off. Do it. <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely um, tried to uphold myself in a manner that's high mm-hmm. and not be, like conceited mm-hmm. you know or cocky or anything just be confident mm-hmm. in who I am and who I like what I say and how I walk and how I talk and just be you know comfortable with myself and be you know um, confident with myself so I think that's where that whole royalty stems from and the crown does help in the jewelry and all that other stuff <laughs> yeah well like i never got any negative impression from you i definitely got bubbly from you yeah. when i met you <laughs> um but like if we can talk a little bit more about the crown where did the inspiration for that piece come from um coral okay because i have uh i got this like magenta colored coral crown that I made out of warbler mm-hmm. but I don't wear it like that no more so I was like hmm I want to still incorporate coral in my crown because everybody does seashells and you're right all other stuff for crowns and stuff and, and that's my main thing too always being different from the rest of the lagoon mm, like, yeah that's, why, that's the reason why I don't have scales 
Everybody mm-hmm. got scale. <laughs> yeah, you're so, right. Yeah, yeah, for my crown, I wanted it to be coral. So ah, okay. But mm-hmm. like I, I was thinking about that before we jumped on. You definitely stand out, like just your look in general. But like it, you described it to a T with the whole scales and the crowns and everything. Mm-hmm. Even down to the makeup, like I just recently started wearing makeup. Like really, last year, yeah. Even the first time the island when I debated my like tsunami like look, like the first look or whatever, the first draft I should say, mm-hmm. I didn't have makeup on, but I had a bunch of like rhinestones and pearls glued on my face. Mm-hmm. And I want to say uh, something told me to just purple just purple eyeshadow just be like just do simple just do a bunch of purple mm-hmm. and that evolved into me doing a whole purple like top face you know makeup look or whatever now mm-hmm. so now I'm trying to still evolve with it and still you know get up there with everything but still have a consistent look mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I like it. I do want to ask, though, before we go much further, who's uh, your favorite character from Steven Universe? Oh. Steven. Really? Mm-hmm. Were you happy with the ending of the series? You know what? I didn't even see the ending. Okay. Well, then I'll go ahead. I'll tell you who my favorite characters are, and then we'll go to Sailor Moon. I like okay. I, I like Onion and Pink Lion. Ah, nice. I do, Pink <laughs> Lion is dope. I do like Pink Lion, now that you mentioned that. Pink Lion is dope. The whole show, like, I really can't even pick a fave. I like Steven because I kind of, you know, feel him mm-hmm. and feel for him deep. <laughs> But um, just that whole show is amazing. Yeah, yeah, but like it's hard to really pick one. But mm-hmm. Onion is such an oddball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oddball. I love Onion too. Uh, Sailor Moon. Who's your favorite Sailor Soldier? Oh, or like t- okay, I was gonna say top three, top five, whatever you have to do. Venus, Mercury, and Uranus. Oh, why Mercury? No. I lie, I lie. Okay. Venus, Fury, and Neptune. Ooh, okay. That's what it was. And you say why Mercury? Yeah. Because she's the smart girl with the glasses and the bob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and growing up, and even now, just now, I always realize there is like stereotype characters. And I like that for her and the fact that her color was blue, because my favorite color is blue, and mm-hmm. she deals Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. But it was always something about Sailor Venus for me at first. Like I was diehard Sailor Venus, Sailor Venus. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched the new version, Sailor Moon Crystal? The Crystal, yeah. I saw Crystal when it launched. When me, it came out. Me too. What'd you think? Oh, I liked it, but then I didn't. I don't know. It was so weird. I I think the just it looking more manga mm-hmm. and it moving mm-hmm. had me like kind of weirded out. <laughs> I don't know. I, I will try to get into it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was very quick moving. Yeah. Because recently when uh, when quarantine started, I binge watched all four seasons of Sailor Moon. 
Wow. Hey, I got to five, but it was just Japanese sub, and I was like, no. I'm oh, not you're right. <laughs> Were you watching it on Hulu? Yep. <laughs> okay, you're right, because I've tried. I, I haven't watched the new dub of the old Sailor Moon, but I did want to check out. I've seen bits and pieces of the stars way back when, like bootlegs, but uh-huh. um, I've seen, like, the beginning, the end, a little bit of the middle. I wanted to see if they had dubbed it, but they hadn't. Uh-uh. But, yeah, I got my life goals these past three months. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, okay. Are there any current TV shows that you're watching? Um, right now, no, because Siren just went off. Yeah. The reason why I used to watch TV. I mean, I got, like, Disney Plus and Hulu and all that stuff, but... I watch those random. There's like no show, like no series or anything that has my attention right now at this moment. Right. What did you think about the ending of Siren? I loved it. I want more because I want to know what the hell happened to Ben. Yeah. (laughs) And like, I need Ren to find him. Like, they cannot. And I know Corona's happening right now, but once Hollywood pick back up and can do what they need to do I feel like Siren needs to go ahead and come back out in like 2022 or something like that like, Yeah. Well, it off. maybe hold it off for a little minute but don't completely finish that because they cannot do that that's not cool <laughs> right like my boyfriend and I have each tried looking online it's very unclear if there will be another one or not they're not saying no but they're not saying yes either right I think yeah. though with the way the last episode, the way it ended, they left it open, but it could be ended in a way. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but um, can you, you like you? I I'm sure you have a persona. Can you tell us about that and how the name came to be? Um. Okay, so for me, I don't really have like a backstory or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Blix, when Richard sent me the picture of the tail, that's when I started like drawing myself in it. Mm-hmm. And then something, the first picture I drew in colored, something was just like, I told myself, I need a name. I need a, a merman name. And Blix just came out of nowhere and I wrote it down. I liked how it looked when I wrote it down. I was like, all right, that's it right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh okay. Oh. Mhm. And Very then it's cool. just I feel like my persona is me. Mhm. If that makes sense like I don't have a backstory per se or like you know any like tall tale or anything, but I am working on a comic series. Oh cool. I'm trying to develop my backstory in that kind of and it's still in the air, it's kind mm-hmm. of a. I'm trying to keep it on like a mysterious kind of where is he from type of thing while still doing adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> all you know, end up mushing together and coming together mm-hmm. down the line. <laughs> so, like, do you have any like magical powers or like related yeah. to a sea witch or anything like that? Um, I don't know who I'm related to or where I come from, but my mentor and best friend, Angelica Jellyfish, Ooh. is teaching me about 
the magic that I do have and teaching mm-hmm. me how to use it and basically like training me. Mm-hmm. She knows where I'm from and who I am, but she can't tell me it until I've mastered and gone to Super Saiyan. Right. <laughs> so, you know, like almost there, you know? So that's how I'm planning it all out. Okay, gotcha. Like, so oh my you- God, that's exclusive for all the Merman podcast listeners. Uh, right yay. There. I know the damn plot that I just came up with low key. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah. You're like, oh shit, I'm on the spot. I got to come up with something quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like, it was already floating, but I think me saying it all just now kind of sealed it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, like, do you belong to a kingdom or anything, or that's still like uh, WIP? Yemaya. Definitely, I'm a child of Yemaya. Can you tell us what that is? Because I'm not quite sure. Oh yeah, um, the African sea goddess. Some people oh. say Yemaya or Yemaya or Yemoja. Mm-hmm. There's different ways depending on the tongue that's speaking her name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, she has um a bunch of child a bunch of children. Oh so okay. I feel like if anything, me being a black merm in this world, my mother is Yemaya automatic. Ah, uh, I like it. Yeah. Can we talk about you being a black merm? Yes. So when you started out being a merman, I, I'm sure you must have been one of very few. Or, like, do you belong to a pod? Were you the only one? Um, coming up, I was the only one. And then social media kind of helped me know more people. Mm-hmm. And um, my pod is with Majestic, with Natasha. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have siblings over there. But I consider everybody, even you, like every merm that also me uh, a sister or a sea bro. Right. Like, regardless if we talk every day or once every blue moon, like if we interact and I know you and you know me, I'm, that's automatic. So, yeah. My part is everybody that fucks with me. But if you, you know what that shit. Mm-hmm. Then you anchovy head ass. <laughs> <laughs> stay over there, right? <laughs> well, I, I hate to say it, but in my area, I—I I, I mean, I, I'm in Michigan, and my merpod, at least for a long while, I recently found somebody on Facebook who's like in a neighboring city. She's black. She doesn't have a tail yet, but we're totally gonna meet up. I'm gonna show her my tails, but. Yeah. My pod is totally whitewashed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the pool we swim at. I've seen everybody there, but it, like, I've just I've noticed it growing up, and probably more so recently, early to mid twenties. I'm 34 now, but mm-hmm. like, it just I notice it more and more and more and more. Like, e- even Disney movies are very whitewashed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, actually, last year, totally random, but um, at my apartment complex, we have a pool, and mm. I had my niece and nephew with me. We were in the pool playing, and it, there was a, a, 
a little black girl with her family or her, her mom or grandma or somebody. Um, mm. She came to the pool and she was dre- dressed up as Ariel. She had on like a green little, it, it wasn't a tail, but it was definitely supposed to be a mermaid. Like a little skirt with scales and a top. And it was just mm. really nice to see. And I noticed too, when they announced the live action Little Mermaid was going to feature Holly Berry. That Bailey. Oh, 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 you're right. Pardon me. <laughs> I, wow, you're right. <laughs> like, and, you know, you're not the only person that has said that. A lot of people got confused and said Barry, and I was like, no, it's Bailey. <laughs> yeah, yep, you're right. And like, I was thinking in my head right before I say it, don't screw it up, and I totally did. <laughs> it's okay, it's a, it's a very easy mistake yeah <laughs> but um when i heard that news about the live action little mermaid i was thrilled like i am oh. totally for new interpretations and changing and everything listen you was thrilled i was in the house screaming <laughs> <laughs> i will never forget that day is marked in my head for the rest of my life until i have a head full of white hair which I plan on dying colors anyway, but <laughs> not here or there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that July 3rd, 2019, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy how that day is about to come back and they still oh, have you're right. started filming mm-hmm. a whole year. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. Pray to all the gods and ancestors that they are all blessed and able to go to London next month mm-hmm. and do what the hell they can until you know they finish. So, right, right, yeah. The universe gave it to me and then kind of snatched it away. Yeah, and then they give it back. So it's it's all it's all good. It's all good. Well, um, and I feel like it's gonna be really big. Like I feel like that movie is gonna be really really big I I the Little Mermaid I feel is the most popular or one of the most popular Disney movies period but yeah. I feel like it, it's going to explode when yeah. it comes out yeah because a lot of people forget like Ariel saved the studio mm-hmm. like they were drowning damn near in Davy Jones locker yeah, unintended. That Little Mermaid popped up because <laughs> I've um, I've heard that Little Mermaid is supposed to come out after Snow White, and they scraped it. So mm-hmm. that's crazy how she came back to them full circle and mm-hmm. saved the company, and then she coming back again, and but the go crazy in the theater again. <laughs> yeah, it did in '89, so that's cool. I love it. Yeah, I remember us having a conversation or like really quickly chatting about it in the hotel room, what we were hoping Mm. for it. Mm. But like, what are your hopes for the live action Little Mermaid? I just want her to have scales all over the place that shine for gods. Mm -hmm. And I want her to sing. (laughs) I'd rather her sing her lines than talk. (laughs) Yeah, that good at singing. Um, I, I, I just want the whole thing to be amazing because I, I know it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. 
we had both mentioned that we had hoped that grandma would be in the movie too. Right. Yes, grandma, but she's not. And that fucking oh. sucks. They confirmed that she won't be in the movie? From what I know, yeah. I have oh, damn. About a grandma. The only person that's going to make like flashback cameos is her mom. Her mom is going to be in the movie, so that is exciting. Yeah. Oh, huh. Well, I hope they include the oysters on her fin. That's what I want, too. Oh, yeah. Just little details, and I low-key want them to change that dressing room into a garden. Their little um, gardens that they had. Oh, yeah. I want that so bad. Yeah, I do, too. Have you ever read that original Little Mermaid? Multiple. Uh, I I like it. Like, it's so beautiful and sad. Mm. Like, it's not... The ha- I mean, it's kind of um, maybe a little happy, but I think it, it's just like a beautiful, sad ending. Yeah, it is. And it's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Reading it, I've read so many versions and seen so many like films and little cartoons and books, all types. And I just, mm-hmm. the original. I'm praying and hoping Sony or Universal drop their balls and go back to wanting to film because they were supposed to have Chloe Grace Moretz be the Little Mermaid back in like 2016. But then oh, oh. Chloe dropped out and they just was like, all right, we're mm-hmm. going to do the Little Mermaid then. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'm hoping this will fuel them to want to give us an original version because now with Disney having there, somebody's going to have to do a big movie theater IMAX experience version of the original. Yeah. have to do it. Like, there's no way they're going to let that sit. Like, somebody's going to have to do it. Right. No, you're totally right. Um, I've seen a picture of the ship wrapped up in, like, uh, sur- not saran wrap, but... Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it was prior or like right when everything was starting to happen. Mm. And then I think a picture of one of the sets leaked yep. of the castle. Oh my God. When I got that castle photo and I posted it on a live action aerial, I, that day was uh-huh. so exciting. Like when, we, when that came in my DM, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, whoa. And with the ship too, because I know from Rob Marshall's past work, he wasn't going to CGI everything. Like, that man is known for building everything. Like, he will CGI mm-hmm. the backgrounds and shit, but mostly the sets and those outside, that shit is built on a set. So I knew he was coming for next. Like, I know Rob is going to be stepping on some next. <laughs> when I saw that ship, that confirmed it, because that's a whole ship. That's not just, like, the front or the back. Like, that's the whole... Yeah. (laughs) And that motherfucker is huge. (laughs) Yes, it is huge. (laughs) And then Eric's castle, that little side part, I was like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. Did Did you see the two test wigs for Ursula? Yep, I saw those. 
she the person who made them so like these were test wigs but they decided to go cgi uh-huh. which i think makes uh, sense because you can't yeah. ursula in this multi-million dollar movie with a stiff wig on like you can't <laughs> right you cannot right I I hope I hope I hope I hope that the tails aren't too CGI or that they have like some actual footage of her wearing a tail too. Right. That's what I'm hoping for too. I heard from the the tea I got. Um, do you follow live action Ariel? I do. Okay. Yeah, from what I posted, because I, did I tell you that was my page? Uh, no, I had no idea. Uh, okay, yeah, that's my page. So anything you post on there, like. <laughs> when you're asking me right now, I'll basically <laughs> yeah. Oh man, because like I was thinking too when you were talking, I thought I've seen your doll on there too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll be posting some of my stuff on there sometimes. But um, from mm-hmm. what I heard and from what I posted, it's supposed to be like how they did Aquaman, the the fisherman, how they made like the silicone skirt and then CGI the rest. I okay. think that's gonna look so dope with the mermaid, like how they like spent a lot of time doing the makeup on her waist and having her mm-hmm. in like some like silicone scale skirt thingy, and then having her legs out in blue, and then they CGI the rest of the tail. I think that's gonna look dope as hell. Yeah, what color do you think Ariel's tail will be? I'm hoping it's that teal with the rainbow reflex because I'm going to be mad that I posted that and that's not what we get. <laughs> right. All the I post on there, I'll be like, ooh, I hope this happens because mm-hmm. I feel like my sources are very reliable. So, Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking it, you heard that they're going to cover more of her stomach? Uh-huh. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't say, and see, the whole modest thing is very... Uh, vague and it's a very open term because yeah you, know, you saw that so many people done drew her in modest top and they look fucking amazing like some of them don't yeah up her stomach is just like more fuller on the top or got like some flowy sleeves or something so mm-hmm. all we know she could just have a bunch of pearls dangling down like it could be anything. that's kind of what i'm thinking yeah so it could be anything so right or um i was thinking too way back when they were going to do a live action low mermaid tv series and there were only two pilot episodes and yeah yep and like her her tail went up to like her boobs but i think she had on a purple bra or the shells for her boobs yeah i think yeah that was a very um interesting costume concept they did yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it was like supposed to be like all in one because they did have mm-hmm. on the top for her boobs rat too. So that was actually cute mm-hmm. though. I'm mad it didn't show it like fully in more scenes. Yeah. Because yeah. it was really pretty when when those uh, full on shots, even that one little two second swimming shot they did from her swimming up above. I was like, oh my god, that shit is so mm-hmm. pretty. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. that show could have went places, man. Disney lost out with that. They did. Oh, like, I remember the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Mermaid toys, like, everywhere. All the different dolls, the mm-hmm. TV shows, even the Ariel dolls. Oh, yeah. They had so many different ones and fashions for her. Yep. 
era had a lot of Mattel dolls going on in the early 90s, late 90s. Yeah. I remember walking in Toys R Us wanting them so bad and couldn't get them because I'm a boy. Mm-hmm. I had to get a toy that was boy related. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now, as an adult, I can get what I want. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And it, actually, it's not till recently, I feel like it, they're kind of slowly starting to introduce mermen into like toy lines or doll lines because we had two we had the barbie um the ken merman and then the little boy that's a merboy with green hair Uh, yep i've seen those very exciting finally yeah overdue right whatever right (laughs) oh man but um do you have like a favorite mono fan that you like to swim with um, right now I have a Linden and I love it, so I'm definitely living by that. And my first fave will, to this day, still be a Finnis foil. I just like the feeling mm-hmm. of it, and yeah, a lot of people don't really care for it, but I like it. I think the foil is dope. So the Linden mm-hmm. and the foil are my top two faves right now. Okay, now Triton Monofin is pretty dope too. I've swam in that a few times. That's a pretty dope monofin as well. Mm-hmm. Um do you have you ever swam in a silicone tail before? Uh-huh. I what's that like swimming in a silicone tail? Because I never have and I know a lot of people haven't either. Uh-huh. That's an experience. Um uh, it's a heavy experience. <laughs> but with mm-hmm. water, it's amazing. Um Natasha, my mermaid godmother, she made my first silicone tail. Oh. Mm-hmm. She gave me my first silicone tail. That I didn't have no scales. It was mm-hmm. white, and then I had this big purple mono fluke. It was inspired by um, the merman in this Philippines, I think, TV show called Jezebel. And they had like okay. these spiked uh, mono flukes. So I basically used that as inspiration for my first silicone tail. And I had a little um, dorsal in the front where my knees at, but people used to make jokes about it because, you know, people are, their heads are always in the gutter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first silicone tail. And that was actually my only silicone tail. Other ones I've worn for photo shoots and stuff and just the swimming from her because she's made them. But, um, yeah, that's my experience. Mm-hmm. And I like them. They're cool. I like silicone tails. They're just a lot of work. Yeah, they, yeah, you're right. They're a lot of work to take care of and all of that. That's why I don't have one right now. I'm like, uh-uh. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saving up for my full silicone bodysuit because that, I feel like now I can't just spend two, three, four K on a regular damn tail at silicone. Like I have to get from my neck down and Yeah. So that won't be Do you know do you know where you're gonna get it from? Yeah. I plan on going with um Crocra. Okay. I don't know if I've heard of that one. Yeah he's up and coming. Like he's out there, he's made some tails, but he's still okay. coming up. And he actually started doing started with um special effects makeup, like making like creatures and doing scars and all of that. Oh. And then he got it into mermaid tails. So I feel like with him having that special effects upper body 
makeup yeah. and experience, he would be the only one I feel like would qualify to make what I want. Right. Right. Oh, I, I can't even imagine. Like, what? Well, first of all, I can't imagine wearing a silicone tail. I can't <laughs> imagine wearing a silicone bodysuit either. Oh, listen, I, I figured out a way to make it where it's, so it's not fully silicone. Right. Um, just the fins would be silicone. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But yeah, I would not. I've seen a merman. It was an Asian guy. He, um, had a silicone upper body and it had like the fin on the hands and like the wet fingers and stuff, but I haven't seen him post it in a minute. I can't even remember who he was, but it was a couple years ago. Now that I think about it, and his was full silicone. I was like, ooh, I know his ass is hot. Because he had a a Merc Taylor tail and then he got a silicone upper body suit made to match it. And it was pretty dope, but I never got to see it colored or him wearing. I'm going to have to look Look for him and see if I can find him again. Mm-hmm. So that was a while ago. Yeah. Now, to what do you use to lube yourself up when you get in a silicone tail? Um, I would when I put them on, I usually just get in the water first with my legs mm-hmm. and just wet my legs and then go in, or even sometimes just putting it on in water, um, mm-hmm. with water in it. Anything involving water in the tail, I feel like works good. I try not to put too much stuff in there because it's still like going in the pool and in the water and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've used coconut um, oil before. Mm -hmm. But that would probably be like the only thing I would probably use. Mm, Okay. Good to know. Right. Um. I'm drawing a blank. I did have another question for you. Oh, okay. So going back to Mermagicon, did you buy any cool souvenirs or anything while you were there? Yes, I got a shirt from Shea Monique from Society of Mm -hmm. Mermaids. Very nice. um, uh, I call her Hal Ariel. A Halle Bailey Ariel. Little um, (laughs) plushie. From Catherine Awol. Oh, I think I've seen a picture of that. Mm-hmm. She had it on her table, and I was like, "Oh, that's mine right there. Give me." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think those were the only two things. And then I got okay. uh, that Fin Fun little tote and their little uh, volleyball and their lanyard. Oh, cool. Which I'm speaking of Fin Fun, I'm waiting on them to come up with that Elite Tail line because I yeah that for years. So it's like, oh, uh-huh. I'm ready to give y'all my money. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty spectacular they had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I told her, um, what her name? I think her name was Angela. I was like, yo, please make sure they end up doing this like for custom. Like the right. you know, y'all got how we can color on the picture. Y'all need to do the same thing with these. <laughs> right. Because, right. girl, y'all on to something now. Like, come on, mm-hmm. everybody's been doing it. Everybody already caught on. Thank God everybody is on the big fluke fabric tail train now. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> that was my only yeah. buying fabric tail. That's why I always liked having my own because the flukes are so small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. So, 
Mm-hmm. Now, you were part of the Merman um, panel at Merman Chicago. Mm-hmm. What was that like? That was very interesting and fun. I liked being on that panel. That was a very fun panel. It was. I was actually in the audience. Oh, you, when I was taking a picture, I think you put the peace symbol up or whatever when yeah, I was doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> yep. That somebody recorded that. I don't know if they recorded the whole thing or not. I've seen a clip um, from a YouTuber. Um, Aqua, Aqua Mermaid, Marielle. Okay. And it was hard as hell to hear you guys too because I think there was like a tennis game or somebody mm-hmm. practicing something next next to that us. Siren singing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There you go. I like that. <laughs> I was like really. really yeah. Uh, oh well. Will you be going to Mermagicon next year? Hell yeah. <laughs> if it happens. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I'm sure it will. See, um they had the hotels already um planned out. I thought Oh damn. Night, yeah, it's seventy five dollars for the uh the nights. And I think for me when I put it in, it came up to like three something. And I was like, Oh, that's not mm-hmm. bad at all. It's closer to the aquatic center and they can have a better ballroom and have more time for like food and beverages and all that. Oh. So, and it has like a little pool in the back. So I was like, okay, that's cool. This will- oh, so it's to- totally different from last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yep. That's from- Good. From when we was in back there in February. Mm-hmm. Now, was there a woman trying to get you to interview too? To interview? At Mermagicon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually recently just spoke to her. Oh, okay. Because she was going around trying to snag some people to interview. She wanted to interview me, and I was like, oh, like I'm fine with doing it, but I actually have to go right now because I have an underwater photo shoot to go oh, to. Yeah. And it, I just couldn't. I tried catching up with her, but she was interviewing other people or something. Mm-hmm. It was the lady with the blonde hair, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I had uh, a uh, you... session with her that last day on that Sunday at the hotel. Yeah. The hotel pool. Oh, cool! How'd that go? That was dope. And she actually called me about that a couple of days ago, and she was like, "Hey, I'm just calling with you know, like a little follow up and." I can't speak on it, on what it is, Mm -hmm. but I'm just really, you know, hoping and praying it all comes together. (laughs) Uh, Well, like, is it going to air on TV? That's the goal. Okay. Yeah, that's the goal. Uh Make it into something bigger than Mermagicon, actually. Oh, damn. The whole thing. Uh, I I wish I could have interviewed then because she grabbed my merchandiser Kate and I when we were like getting ready to walk out. She's like, "Oh, I would love to I- interview you guys. Like, you know, bring your persona." Da 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 da. I'm like, "Oh, like, damn, I I can, but I can't right now." Right. Oh, that's was that Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Sunday. Okay. Oh, that is so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. How was your uh, photo shoot? Oh, um, actually, I wanted to ask you 
too, but I'll tell you, uh, the first day I, I did two Sunday or Saturday morning, I think like at eight or eight fifteen, mm-hmm. and then, or maybe it was like nine fifteen ish. And then the second one was Sunday. The first one was at the 13 foot deep end oh. and it, it was hard, <laughs> but I, I mean, I like to, I, I want to do it again. Um, I had to keep coming back up for air, but I had asked Mermaid Christian and Abby from the Everyday Mermaid uh, podcast for advice on like underwater modeling. Mm-hmm. They told me, or Abby told me that your brain is going to tell you you need air, but don't listen to it. You'll be okay. <laughs> so, like, I, yeah, I'm sitting there trying to, like, stand her, like, you're okay, you're okay. And, like, oh, I tried doing a Spice Girl pose for both of them. The Spice Girl? And, <laughs> yeah, well, like, just kind of my hand on my hip and doing the peace symbol. Oh. So maybe more posh or whatever. Okay. But, um... <laughs> The photos turned out good. Okay. Um, Kate, my merchandiser, she was above it, and she got some good pictures of me swimming up, like under the water, but from above. Oh, that's nice. She said that, yeah, she said that the photographer, Melanie, I forget her last name, but she said, Melanie said, like, man, he's fast. Well, like, I'm trying to sit there and pose and swim and go back up for air. Right. Um, The shallow water one, or the six foot one, that was Sunday. That one went okay when we started. Her equipment started to get foggy. Mm-hmm. So she took a few. We kind of hung out a little bit, chatted in the water, tried a little bit longer. Okay. It, it just wasn't happening. Oh. Um, but I think the Mer Taylor photo shoot or the Merman photo shoot was happening. So I was like, I tell you what, if you want. I can come back later at this time after the photo shoot for the Murray Taylor group shot, whatever. Mm. And she's like, yeah, okay. Well, she had a mom that had a kid that was behind me mm. and she was starting to get pissy about the time. Uh-oh. So I, I was like, if you want, just go ahead and take care of them, like figure it out. And then I'll come back. Like I'm totally flexible and cool to work with. Right. Nice. But it, it went well. Um, I definitely know what to do next time, or I feel like I have a better idea right. on what to do next time. That's good to know. Yeah, but now I feel like I have to get off my ass and get some jewelry, because Merman Christian let me jewelry for both my tails for the two photo shoots. Yes, get you some costume jewelry. This fine. Yeah. And... Like... I, I'm not really a jewelry person. I've got a tongue ring and I've got like a Fitbit bracelet I wear. That's pretty much about it. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, as a two-legger, you wear that, but as your Mercedes, yeah. do you think you would want to? Is that something you want to do for your Mercedes? I don't know. Um, See, I think of myself, oh, and I need to ask you this too. Um, I think of myself as more of a freshwater. Okay. Mer, just because of, I'm in Michigan, I'm not near an ocean really. Right, right. But I, I'm near the Great Lakes, so I could definitely live in a lake. Okay, nice. Are you, I'm kind of thinking maybe silver, some type of silver jewelry, but I don't know. Okay. But are you a saltwater mer, tropical, freshwater? Um, definitely on the tropical side. Yeah. The salt water, yeah. 
I definitely see it with your colors. Mm-hmm. But, like, I myself, I'm still working on my Mersona, too. I, like, all I know is that it would be a freshwater. There's no rush on developing who you are as a merm. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, Blick Tsunami still isn't done. Like, I have this whole, like, Super Saiyan look that I'm mm-hmm. bring out eventually years from now. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, like I said earlier, always switching it up and always trying to, you know, have just my own little lane for myself and my own little path and how I want the Blix Tsunami to flourish. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, when that woman approached me to interview at Mermagicon mm-hmm. after she left, I looked at him like, oh, shit. Like, I don't really have a Mersona. <laughs> like, I have to think of something quick. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I could have just said, well, I'm Merman Terrorpy and I, I do the Merman podcast or right. something like that. I go around and interview other Mermen and that's, or Mers. That's your Mersona. Like, I could see that as, like, Let's say a network comes to you with a cartoon idea and they'll have you Uh, doing that, like your Mersona having like this show like on the radio or like on TV or something. uh, Ah, yeah. You know, like all these famous merms and all the other stuff. I think that'll be dope. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I could have a sea drag I ride to go to different locations to interview yeah. Mers see, or... Look at there. See, yeah. See yep. Developing right there. Write that down. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I like it. Yes. Um, I Have you ever seen the Reader's Digest? The Little Mermaid? Mm-hmm. That's the one with the red hair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, one thing I love about that is that the grandma comes to the surface looking for the Little Mermaid, mm. and she has a shell mm. that she's riding with the seahorses the sea pulling horses. it. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. I love that scene. I would Me love too. to see that turn into a live action. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I rewatched it recently, mm. and between that and Toys, uh, Toy or whatever animation um, that did the Little Mermaid right around the same time, if you watch it, like, there are totally parts Disney heavily borrowed or ripped off. Uh-huh. Like they always do and known for. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, if we may talk about current events, mer, non-mer related. Yes. Ish. Um, hashtag merfolk for black lives. Mm-hmm. Like, what? The world is great. Cra- well, I don't know if I want to say crazy, but there's just so much going on right now in the world mm. with that and COVID 19. Mm. Like, it, it's hard. It is. It's really um, crazy. What's been, well, COVID 19 came first. What's been your experience? Well, not, not first, but th- that happened, and then we kind of had everything with George Floyd mm-hmm. really happened. But what has been your experience with COVID-19 so far? Well, for me personally, my mom recently tested for it and she ended up having it. So I'm helping her get better. 
mm-hmm. uh, and helping around the house and doing stuff for her. And since I'm, I've been living here with her, I'm still waiting on my freaking results to come back. Oh. So, yeah, that's my COVID moment right now. <laughs> it actually came to my damn house. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's lingering, but it's definitely going to make its way out soon. Right. Oh, like, when I go out in public, I can't believe it. I'll go to Walmart. Like, I... I, I'm still working, so I, I'm lucky and I'm thankful I'm still working. Mm-hmm. But um, just running to the store for essentials, things have been lifted a little bit here in Michigan. Mm-hmm. But like going to Walmart, I'm seeing these people, all ages, all races, mm-hmm. not wearing a mask. Yeah. Even people, people with ch- young children. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? That's the two-legged mindset. <laughs> yeah. And I and and for me it's a double edged sword because I've heard doctors say wear the mask and then if you sick not to wear the mask and then sometimes mm-hmm. not wear the mask if you're not sick because I get the whole not wearing it when you are when you're quarantining because right. of breathing in that CO two plus the COVID again. And wherever else you're not supposed to be inhaling after you exhale. Like mm-hmm. my mom, per se, she's coughing a lot. So I told her today, you know, mom, you got to stop coughing in the mask because you're breathing mm-hmm. back in that shit. So mm-hmm. I get that. But I, I feel like people need to be wearing it. Yeah. No, I totally agree, too. Like, if you're out walking around, nobody around you, uh, Okay. But, like, if you're in close proximities to people, mm-hmm. put it on. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't do it for yourself, do it for your loved ones and do it for the world. Well, you know what's crazy? I saw somebody tweet today mentioning that quote, if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for other people. And the person was like, that's what we messed up at, telling Americans to care about other people. And I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, like, I mean, it's written in the pudding right there. They're not wearing it. And I work at the food line here, and I haven't worked in the past four days because, you know, I'm still waiting on my test results. And right. the day I found out about my mom, there was an older guy that came in, not, not even five minutes before I got the call from my sister. He came in, older guy, and he just started coughing. And he did not uh, open his mouth, and he did not have a mask on. And I was like, "What the fuck? Right? Are you serious, dude? Are you serious?" And yeah, man, people just don't care. No. Who like? And no, they don't. The the human world is a mess. Yeah, Sebastian was not, <laughs> not in. He was not, he, knew. he knew. Yeah. Yep. And. I mean, I, I'm fine getting into politics a little bit. Mm-hmm. That mofo in the White House, he has no help. Mm-hmm. The orange peel. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yep. And then, like, I'm not religious, but I recently seen a picture of him holding, a few pictures of him holding the Bible. He was looking at it. Like, he didn't know where it began, he, where it ended. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, the Bible upside down on national. Television. Yeah. Wow. I could at least pick it up, tell you the title, yeah. and uh, t- tell you what it is, or like the table of contents or whatever. Yeah, man. Uh, um, crazy. Yeah. And then, how are you doing with everything going on with the current state of the world? Not only with COVID nineteen, but Black Lives Matter. Um. Me personally, that has been a battle within myself and my community since I was little. Mm-hmm. My mama was little and since my grandmama was little. So it's like for it to come back, because I remember this happening before. Like Black Lives Matter isn't nothing new. No. Like years ago when it happened, I was like, oh my God. And then it's like now, it's like, oh my God, really? Yeah. Like, really? Like, they, it was filmed like that? Even though other ones were filmed, too, but then it was just the whole neck thing, and that just really, like, for me, with everything going on, I'm, I've been spacing out since my mom got COVID, because so, right. I added on to it. That already added on to me being Black and worrying about me being outside and doing my own shit and having right. um, fucked hard, call the police on me for being damn Black. So right. just like I've been trying to space out and yeah. I've been drawing more. Um I started Ooh. um crafting uh Blitzunami's grotto home because in the story, oh another little spoiler Blitzunami <laughs> lives in a coral mountain that has oh a ship on the side of it. So I'm actually in the process oh, of building cool. it right now. The cardboard box is on my floor right now, cut out. I was making it, waiting on you to like to see when you was ready to um, hop on here. So yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to get that creative hat on and get those creative gears going to kind of to try to get my mind off it. Oh, like, I can't wow. wait to see it. Yeah, I can't wait to see it either because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Right. Like, I just out, but everything still isn't, it's still not matching what I see in my head. So, I'm going to just do what I can right now and just fake it till I make it. Right. Oh, man. But, uh, like, I, I can't even, I, I can't even imagine being in your shoes right now. Yeah, it's a lot. Wow. A lot. Yeah. But I try to... Um, Stay with a good mind frame and stay positive in thought and, you know, meditate and, you know, be very spiritual and talk to my ancestors and try to, you know, just stay with good intentions and give up mm-hmm. even with all the shit going on involving me and the world. Like, I'm just trying to, you know. Right. It, if I may ask, like, have you, like, since George Floyd, have you had anyone, like, come after you or say anything to, like, you or your loved ones? Mm-mm. Good. That is a blessing for me to be able to, to this day, to say that I haven't got words thrown at me to that degree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm very thankful for that, for that and I hope that continues. Um, mm-hmm. 
I am prepared <laughs> Go ahead. for that day for sure. Um, yeah, hopefully it would just, I'm not even going to speak on it happening. But yeah, right. I'm just thankful that it hasn't. And I try not to even think about it. I, I don't even want it to come in my mind frame. Even though that's what every black boy does, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just try to, you know, stay away from that. Right. Well, like, I, I can't. Happen. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even believe the things that are happening. Like, I, I would, I, I thought, I mean, I, I knew we weren't, but like, damn, really? Like, we're still this far behind. Mm-hmm. And just what happened with George Floyd? Like, why? What, what the hell were you thinking? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. It's It's been a constant thing. And it's like I said, it's bef- it was things before George. Like, with the yeah. church, like, with the Charleston Nine at the church. Like, mm-hmm. that was here in my home. Like, I remember them being up watching TV that night and the news coming on and them saying it. And I was like, no, are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. And, and the, um, the one guy that got shot on video, I went to school with his son. So I was oh. like, hell, man. So, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a constant battle. And even now, to this day, even after George Floyd, they're still doing it. And people still getting recorded. And these officers are not getting arrested. And it's very no. hard. Breonna Taylor's officers have not been arrested yet. And it's like, y'all out here changing shows and taking shows out and naming different streets and doing all this other stuff, but not really changing the law. Mm-hmm. And yep. really going on behind the scenes. Like, we didn't care for y'all to change street signs. We wanted the officers arrested for the crimes, but then we got to also know and remember that the police were made to hunt down runaway slaves since mm-hmm. the of that time. So it's it's the root. It's like we yeah. can say and scream and want it, but it's like that root. We have to get yep. to the root. And I don't know what black person gonna get to that root. <laughs> no, it, like you're absolutely Right. My boyfriend and I have spoke about it. He just graduated with his master's in social work. Mm. And he's like, we have to like destroy these systems yeah. and like rebuild it because it, it is enrooted. Um, even racism, like mm-hmm. growing up, like I'm sure some people it's not intentional, but like just the TV the cartoons, they're whitewashed. Mm-hmm. And you're taught it at a young age. Like, I remember... A lot of caricatures, too. Yeah, like, even... You're right, but, like, I even remember some stuff. My grandparents, they're gone now. But Mm -hmm. stuff they have said, and I didn't think anything of it when I was little. But, like, looking back at it, it's like, holy shit. Right. And then before we started recording, we talked about... um, Aunt Jemima. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell the audience too. It, my boyfriend's co worker 
made a video explaining it and she showed some pictures and described it and this one in particular picture Brandon and I were watching the video together she did like a video with like a slideshow and had a few things in this particular picture Mm. it had her serving two white men and I turned to Brandon I said wow like now I totally see it but prior I would have looked at it as if she were like it was somewhere in the south and mm-hmm. she were like a waitress or or the cook or chef giving them food mm-hmm. like I would have never looked at it that way and, she was and the maid <laughs> yeah yep and the co-worker she was black she's like and guess what the recipe is still going to be the same and the syrup too like it it was cute. She whispered to the camera. But, yeah, like, I, wow. Yeah, a lot of things are deep-rooted. A lot of Yeah. Recently, like, with the whole Aunt Jemima thing, like, I kind of knew about it, but those videos and that girl, I've seen a few girls make videos about it. It confirmed it then. And I was like, oh, wow. So that really was. Because at first I was like, I wonder. Because even with the name Aunt Jemima, like the name Jemima, like that's just so like. Yeah. Yeah. So it was always a thing in the back of my head. But as a recent and finding that out. And then even with the ice cream song, that's a racist song because I found the real lyrics to it. Oh. And, um, it's a lot of little things, man, we would have never thought had to yeah. racist BS end up being some racist BS. And I'm like, wow. And this yep. on TV, kids are consuming it, and it's like right there. Right. <laughs> I mean, thank God, like, you know, it's changing a little bit now, but back then, growing up, it was right there. Yeah, and we have a long way to go, even with the systems, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, wow. <laughs> like, I, I'm just, in a way, speechless with a lot of it. But, oh, um, and I, I was saying, too, and actually, I'm going to ask you this, too. Um I work at a therapy clinic and we have a few black therapists. Mm. I've noticed even one of them said like the opinions of older black folk and younger black folk on what's going on right now is like completely different. Mm. Would you say that's kind of like the same in, with your family or like what do you think about that? Um, that's definitely a thing, and that's deep rooted too with like religion and the way of life and all of that. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree on that. In my family, I haven't seen it perfectly mm-hmm. or heard anything, but I do know that is definitely a thing within the black community, family wise, the whole generational gap. Mm-hmm. Because my mama knows stuff, but then when I tell her certain things, she'd be like, oh boy, hush, you don't know what you're talking about, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, girl, okay. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's definitely, there's a little gap there. Well, like, um, 
even like I, I didn't think about it until recently. I was listening to the Everyday Mermaid podcast. They they had a episode about it, and they were talking about like the pool, the mm-hmm. beach, and like it, it clicked. I have black friends and black coworkers that don't like to go camping and don't like to go to the beach. Yeah. And I think it was Laura or Lauren who said, well, like they weren't allowed to go to pools mm-hmm. back when. And that's why we have such a lack, like it, at, in the Merck community. Exactly. exactly. And it, it's a shame. I remember um, during this, have you heard of Mermaid? Yeah. Where you, Okay. Well, I get excited. It's like my birthday in April, and then mermaid. Ah, love it. (laughs) Well, um, this mermaid, and I think even a bit last year too, I was very conscious of the skin colors I was doing. I was trying not to do Mm -hmm. any normal skin. I was trying to do like greens, blues, yellows. Yep. Just. It, everything because even in the Little Mermaid itself, they don't mention a skin color. Right. Exactly, and that's how yeah. I feel with. Because I'm, in my opinion, I think mermaids are real. I don't know mm-hmm. nobody goddamn say because if you can believe in Jesus walking this earth and UFOs right. and Bigfoot, bitch, how can you not believe in mermaids? <laughs> like Parage. Like ninety five percent of the water still hasn't been discovered. Like, stop it! They're out there, and they're definitely not our skin complexion. So that's right. That gets like my mind boggled when I see people comment stuff, especially when Hallie got casted. Like, oh, it's not scientifically correct to have a black mermaid. I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up! You sound so right. dumb. How dumb? Yeah. Sound to put right. Regular two leg skin complexions on a creature that lives and breathes in the ocean, right? <laughs> For all yeah, he just as gray as a seal, or just as multicolored as an anglerfish or something. No, yeah, no. I honestly would be excited if they do the Little Mermaid and everybody got like spots and stripes all over their body and shit. Like, uh, turn up. But yeah, you know, I feel like mermaids don't ain't 1989. I mean, 1989 Disney area. Yeah. Like, that's definitely not a thing. So I'm glad you did do that and did venture out and do freaking mermaid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I always appreciate when artists do that because it's like, why not? Why is yeah. it a hard thing and people don't think about it and automatically just do a white girl? Right. Nope. Um, and I remember even, it might not have been 18, no, not 18. It might have been 2017. Uh, my boyfriend and I went to a museum. Mm-hmm. It was called, or it, it was like a traveling thing, but it was Mythical Creatures, Unicorns, Dragons, and Mermaids. And I they remember. had... Yeah, it was really cool. I took a lot of pictures of, like, all the information they had. Mm-hmm. And it, they had, like, Mamiwata, mm-hmm. uh, Mu- Musseline, and, like, a few others, too. Like, mm-hmm. a few other 
Black Mermaid story. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. It's mm-hmm. so different from the ta- from the usual like Disney pop culture stuff right. we know. Right. Um, yes. And Mama Wata actually related in relations with Yemaya. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I think one of them, maybe it was Mommy Wada. I remember one of them, I'll have to go back and look, had something to do with a watch. Or like a mirror and a comb or something. Um, That might have been Melusine. How do you say her name? Oh, yeah, maybe. I'm not quite sure. But... I never knew how to say her name the right way. <laughs> right. It's not Medusa, but it's kind of like M. E-U-S something. I usually say Melusine. Uh-huh. Melusine or whatever. But yeah, I think she involves a mirror or something. Or like an object. Yeah. That the guy took from her and like she had to marry him or something like that. And every Sunday mm. she would like... Oh, yeah. Something like that. Yep, you're right. And like she had to... She'd go in this tub or uh-huh. stone basin or something. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a few different interpretations of her too. One with right. a mer tail, another with like a snake tail and wings, and just mm-hmm. a, a bunch of fun stuff. She needs a movie. <laughs> yeah, she does. Uh, but I've got a question for you. And uh-huh. Brandon and I have spoke about it. We're both white. Um, oh, he, he could be considered Latino, but he's pretty pale. Um, okay. With everything going on, and we weren't quite sure with it being in the gay community, how do you feel about girl? Like, hey, girl, like, would you sense more? I mean, it's definitely in the gay culture, but uh-huh. being white, do you think it's appropriate for us to say or no? Yeah, I think that's fine. Because it's just saying the word girl. Okay. I get why some may think it's um, appropriation because of how it's said. Right. You know, but I feel like if it just come out, it just goddamn come out. And it's just that one word saying girl. And I don't care. I say mm-hmm. it all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, like, even with my straight white cousin, he'll be like, hey, girl. I'll be like, hey. Like, just (laughs) (laughs) messing around. I think it's completely fine. Okay. Um, What about, like, if, I'm just going to throw out a few examples out to you, if you don't mind. Like, um, if, like, my cousin and I, we talk every few days. We joke with each other. Like that. Like, he'll be like, hey, girl, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just over here patting my weave or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how would you feel about that? <laughs> Me personally, I laugh at stuff like that, especially when it is coming from somebody that's not black. Right. <laughs> And to me, I, I don't take offense to stuff like that. I just laugh and go on with it because there's way more deeper shit out there in the world. Right. Okay. So whatever lingo or how somebody want to say something, no matter what their skin complexion is, I don't care. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I- I'll have to ask my-, my other black friends and coworkers and see what they yeah, think. Cause for I- sure. And I think that's a good thing, too, to not just ask that one person. Right. Because actually, I have a few. I, I-, I have a straight woman. Well, I-, I think she's straight. She's black. And then a gay black coworker. I'll ask him, Dope. too, what he thinks. Dope. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what they say. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow up with you. Yes. And then um, with everything being so stressful, I know you meditate, but when you meditate, like, do you listen? To, I guess, can you give us any advice on meditation or good beginner tips or anything? Um, well, shit, I'm sort of a beginner myself. But so what I do, <laughs> I listen to this meditation frequency video that's 11 minutes and 11 seconds long mm-hmm. and um, I get in crisscross applesauce <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, me personally I don't know anybody else that does this but I get my um, my five stones that I do have right now mm-hmm. and I put two on my legs and then one in the middle on my foot and I meditate like that. And what I usually do is listen to that, put my headphones in, I listen to that. And I like the smoke before mm-hmm. too, because it's more intense and it's way the vibes is so stronger. Um, I just try to like manifest what I want out of life. Mm-hmm. I try and then sometimes I just lose it and just go wherever. But then I usually I'm usually like trying to keep up with my breathing and then like just chant what I want and always thanking the universe mm-hmm. and the ancestors. Mm-hmm. Those are my main two things that like just repeatedly say thank you for this and thank you for this life and thank you for this heartbeat that I'm feeling and you know thank you for the birds I'm hearing while I'm at like just thank you for every single thing because I feel like at the end of the day people forget how to be humble because life can go like that and I feel like the more thankful you are, the more days you'll have. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't don't think about that and they just go through life mm-hmm. and be forgetting like, yo, this body thing mm-hmm. <laughs> is temporary and they're gonna go somewhere else after you're done with this shit so you need to be thankful for the higher being that got your ass here Mm -hmm. so yeah that's my whole thing on it I don't you know judge people for what they practice or if they into religion or not or how they do their spiritual stuff but for me that's what I do I put my stones on my body I meditate and then I manifest Mm -hmm. I like it yeah, my main thing is to manifest. Just to manifest, manifest, manifest. Mm-hmm. And be thankful. And just be thankful. Just be thankful for waking up. I feel like even every day, I know it's easier said than done, but the more spiritual I've gotten, the more I would wake up every day and be like, thank you, universe, for opening my eyes. Let's see what today got going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, and in too, when I meditate in the morning, before I start my day, and like even before I even go on my phone, I try to meditate. And mm-hmm. I always, um, and then even before work too, I always try to set my intentions for the day. Because a lot of two-leggers and a lot of murders and other creatures don't know that you have to have good intentions with 
every single thing you do from waking up to what you thinking on the way going to the bathroom from the way you write your name on a piece of paper your intentions really fucking matter man i've experienced that mm-hmm. <laughs> firsthand of your intentions really um playing out in your life like the things you think about and like do beforehand and like before doing stuff and how stuff happened you have those oh shit moments you gotta be like wait what was you thinking about just now though mm-hmm. where, where, where was your mind at where was your head at where, you know, what emotions were you thinking about what was you sitting on just now before that accident just happened or that oh shit moment just happened mm-hmm. so yeah, I've had a lot of those experiences, so it's like I always try to have good intentions with everything I do. Oh man, and uh, actually, I can I can back you up on what you said because I think it was Saturday morning that of Mermagicon when we shared a room. Mm. Kate was getting ready. I was getting ready. It was just like the three of us, and you're, you're like, I have to go into my space for a few minutes. Don't mind me. I'm like, okay, yeah, do what you gotta do. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I remember looking over after, like, a minute or two, and you were gone. Like, you were mm-hmm. solid doing your meditation. Mm-hmm. And, like, you had your headphones on. I, I didn't, I wondered what you were listening to, but you were like, boom. You, you exited the world or whatever. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> definitely a thing you gotta boom yourself out for real yeah and um we well brandon likes to listen to meditation when we try and go to bed at at night but Mm -hmm. like he'll be playing it sometimes it's guided and depending on who it is they're moving real quick or real slow but i'm like they'll be like okay like feel it in your shoulder now down in your elbow your thumb Uh middle finger ring finger da 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 and i'll be like a step or two behind i'm like oh shit they're moving on to their foot and i'm still on my knee or (laughs) whatever like i can't keep up (laughs) you definitely don't have to be on pace with everybody else because it's your own thing it's cool to follow that. Mm-hmm. It's like how, if you were on your own pace, that is completely fine. That's actually supposed. That's how it's supposed to work. Like you got to be on your own pace. Like you can't follow up how anybody else is meditating. Like meditating is for you and for you alone. Mm-hmm. I think that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for anyone? wondering or like they're kind of teetering on the edge of the diving board on jumping into becoming a mer go for it head first and don't care about what nobody gonna say because people are gonna talk shit regardless so you might as well do what you want to do right totally agree do you have head first no fear yeah do you have any questions closing thoughts or anything because i think we covered a lot of ground real quick. Yeah, we did. That was so dope. Um, I don't think so. Just for everybody that's listening to stay in your dream. Yeah. Living your dream. Like, don't just keep it as a dream. Like, make it your reality. Like, live it every day. Like, me building this little doll set for Blixenomi, I'm going to end up having that on a real set one day. So, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, if people want to follow you, like if they're new, not only to the podcast, but new to you, where can they mm-hmm. follow you? Where can you be found? Oh. Instagram. I am the period Blick Tsunami. Um, if you like the Little Mermaid live action and you want tea and all the hot scoops and fan art, mm-hmm. follow at Live Action Ariel. Um, Facebook is Eric Nova. Um, I usually just accept friends on there. I don't be caring. It's like whatever. It's to the public. <laughs> I don't care. Um, Tumblr is Juku J U K U Baby with two eyes at the end. Um, I'm active on Tumblr still. Um, Twitter is the Blick Tsunami and Wave Rider with two or three A's at the end. I can't remember. <laughs> All right, Twitters. So, um, yeah, that's my social medias. Okay. And I'll link it for everybody too in the description. Yes, Blitz Tsunami, thank you so much for coming on the Merman podcast and talking about everything going on in the world today. Yes, thank you for having me. I was waiting on this day for a very uh, long time. Well, <laughs> well, just a quick behind-the-scenes backstory. When um, when we first, like, Friday night, got into the room, um, oh, shoot, uh, Merman Hurley Zale, he's like, oh, yeah, like, he, he said he'd be on your podcast, and he, you were like, oh, yeah, da-da-da-da-da-da, or something uh, like okay. uh, we were just kind of all buzzing. I think just being there at MermagicCon. But you had agreed, right. agreed it even before I got there. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, thank you again, and please come on again anytime. Yes. Hey, whenever you want me to come, I will be here. Uh, no problem. Maybe we'll have to have you back and talk about the live-action Little Mermaid after everybody's watched it. Yes, after I get me some some tea in my DMs to post. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, thank you again. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Merman Podcast. You can follow on Facebook. Just go to the search bar and type in the Merman Podcast. You can follow on Instagram the underscore merman underscore podcast so it's the merman podcast but with an underscore between each word you can also email it's the merman podcast at gmail.com so all of run on the merman podcast at gmail.com you can even download the anchor app if you want to send a voice message all you have to do just go to the merman podcast page click send voice message and record and send it my way and i will play it on whatever the upcoming episode may be after you send it so until then